Hello and welcome to Sustainable in the City, a podcast that tells inspiring stories of everyday city dwellers on a journey to a more sustainable life. I'm your host and novice sustainable light, Brooke. So today we have my friend Brooke on. No, I'm not talking to myself. <laughs> um, and Brooke is a great friend that decided to come on and talk with me about the new show Tidying Up that everybody's talking about. So this is just going to be a review episode, kind of our thoughts on the show, different perspectives that we have and things that we've probably read online. Um, so yeah, nothing nothing too crazy this week, but we thought that we'd join the bandwagon and talk about our thoughts. So Brooke, first, will you introduce yourself? Yes, yeah, so my name is Brooke as well, uh, and I am just um, a friend of Brooke's. We're both graphic designers, uh, and we're both, uh, and I am, passionate about um, the environment and just um, learning to be, to consume less, um, because I think our society has an issue with consuming uh, way too much, so I like to learn about how I can consume less and, um, you know, save the environment and not have so much trash and all of the above. So I think this is kind of a great show to get people to think about that. All right, so let's not waste any time. Let's just dive right in here. I think it makes sense first to start off talking kind of about the show itself. So obviously it's on Netflix. I've been saying all along that it kind of reminds me of like Hoarders and those kind of shows. It's in the same format, but for some reason this one everybody's talking about. I don't know if it's because of Netflix or what, but um, so what do you think about the show itself and like Marie herself. What do you do you like her? Do you think it's weird? <laughs> um, I think first of all, I think that the show is like a little more relatable than Hoarders to people because Hoarders is like really extreme instances of people having too much stuff. But I think on most of her episodes, some of the people obviously have way too much stuff like the Christmas episode. She obviously has way too much Christmas decorations, but a lot of the people are just normal people and they just have accumulated way too many things and they don't know what to do with them anymore or they just don't know how they got this how they got to this place or and they're just or they're unhappy with themselves or their lives so they want to just clean up um as, as opposed to like emptying out their entire houses from hoarding hoarding um so i think that's where where people are getting hooked on it kind of is because they want to uh, see where they can improve their lives and declutter their houses a little bit because it does feel better when you declutter. Yeah, so. and I think, I think too, you know, um, one of the things, uh, no judgment from anyone on this, but I binged watched the whole season <laughs> for research purposes, obviously. Um, and one of the things that I thought was really interesting is the show itself didn't change much. Like, she pretty much had three or four principles. So it's not like you tune into every episode to, like, learn something new. But you really, like, see different types of people. And I think, to your point, like, these were all different kinds of dynamics of people. Um, and I didn't watch Hoarders a lot or other shows similar, but I feel like Hoarders, especially, someone volunteered them for the show. They were like, you need to do this. But these people did it themselves. And I think that's a little bit different, too. Like, they were people that wanted to make a difference in their life. Um, and, and I think that, to me, that's mostly what got me hooked 
on watching the show is because I wanted to see all different people in all different places in life, like a mom that was crazy busy and didn't even think she had time to do the dishes to the lady that had too many Christmas decorations that didn't understand that she had too many Christmas decorations. <laughs> and then the lady that wanted a new start because her husband died. Like, it was just such a drastic variety of people. And I think that that made it really um, relatable and something that someone wanted to watch. Um, and I do think, too... Personally, that a lot of her stuff seemed very simple. Like, it was stuff that I felt like I could do. And honestly, I went and rearranged, like, all of my socks <laughs> as I was done watching the show. Like, I went and did stuff because I was like, oh, I can handle that. And I thought it was cool, too. Like, a lot of the materials that she used, she was not like, go out and buy all this new organization stuff. She's like, do you have a shoebox? Yeah. Like, use that. Like, so I really appreciated stuff like that because I was like, this seems easy. And I, and it wasn't, well... That part wasn't overwhelming, but, um, but yeah, that actually brings me kind of to the next point of that's kind of her method is it's very easy. You take everything in a giant pile and you sort through it and you decide if it sparks joy or it doesn't, and then you get rid of it and you decide if you throw it away or give it away. But I think, um, I actually personally think that when I watch that, especially those people with mounds of clothes on their bed, that looks so overwhelming to go through that I, I struggled with that part of the method because I would quit halfway through and be like, those are just going to sit on my bed forever. Yeah, I I can, I agree, though, that um, it, it seems easy because she does, like, one one area at a time. And then, so, like, we were talking about earlier, we I would go on Instagram and, like, ten people on my Instagram were going through their closets that, that weekend that I was watching all these shows. Um, and so it was just kind of, like, sweeping through everyone. And it is just, it does seem easy because, yeah, you see her cleaning out the closet, that section, and then you're like, oh, I can do that or I need to do that. So it doesn't seem that hard. And so, yeah, I think that's another reason people are catching on because it gives you an actual, an action that you can do to take steps to decluttering. Um, and so that just seems easy and relatable to people. But uh, I do agree that, <laughs> that it gets a little overwhelming when you see people's like mounds of clothes and stuff. And yeah, that's just kind of daunting to like, and then it kind of makes you hesitate to go through your own because you're like, oh my gosh, is mine going to be that monstrous <laughs> too? But so yeah. I, that I did go through my clothes too. And, um, I went through Jaden's clothes too. So the only thing is that I haven't done yet is, um, put it in bags to like take it somewhere or something, which I need to do. But, um, even just decluttering like my closet, it just felt better because I, had so much stuff in there that I just never used, didn't even look at. And I think that was another inter interesting thing was that um, just how touched and moved people are when they go through their stuff, especially in the show. Like, like um, I don't remember what the family's name was, but the mom, you know, they were all kind of emotional and kind of crying and stuff um, beca because they were just had realized that the mom was like, overwhelmed with being having the burden of keeping track of where everyone's stuff was in their cluttered house oh, yeah. and so they felt the kids and the I think the husband even felt bad because the mom was having this whole burden on herself of having to keep track of everyone's stuff all the time and it gets exhausting like mm -hmm. as a mom it gets exhausting when you're like when you're constantly keeping track of your own things and trying to have a job and trying to have, make a life and do the dishes, but you have to keep track of everyone's items every second of the day too. 
So it is kind of nice that Marie like teaches kids and is encourages to teach kids sure. to do that because it's something, it's just a life skill and it helps the mom and your parents to have a less stressful life and essentially themselves because they won't go home and be like frantic. We're, oh my gosh, mom, have you seen this? Have you seen this? You know, they'll be more organized and they'll be, they'll know where their own things are and they'll know how to keep track of them and be responsible for them, which essentially will help them as they're adults too. So. Well, and I think that one of the things that you brought up to before we officially started talking was, um, I found it really overwhelming, like I said, to just see these giant piles, and I know when I clean, I'm totally one of those people that will start in an area, and then I just start to, like, squirrel, where I'm like, ooh, but that over there, and now this over there, and now I need this pile, and, like, I have a really hard time just focusing, and then my whole room is 12 times messier than when I started, mm -hmm. but one of the things that she did in the show was those people had a week to do that one thing, so it's not like you start in the morning and you finish by the time you go to bed. Although I'd probably have to put my clothes then somewhere else so I could sleep that <laughs> yeah. night. But like, I, I think that that was part of the perspective that I had to learn as I watched the show even was, okay, this isn't supposed to be do this all in one day and then it's done and you're finished forever. And, um, you do it over a long period of time because like you said, especially with kids, like you have to show them how to fold and like make that a habit. So that way they learn how to do it and that they get excited about doing it and, that they know what they're doing and you can't just fold your laundry once and then never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I was, as I was watching it too, I was like, I wonder how long, cause she kept mentioning or they kept mentioning, I haven't seen you in, it's been, you know, how many weeks or whatever. Yeah. So I looked up how much time this usually actually takes in the whole process and it said about six months. So I thought that was interesting too, because I don't know how long of a period hoarders does or yeah, whatever, but, um, I just like that this, this process does take six months because like I've been, I've been reading and listening to a lot of podcasts on habits. And so I guess this kind of ties into habits mm -hmm. because, um, I've been reading that habits take about 66 days to take hold. And so this is well past 66 days. Um, so it just gives people time to build a habit out of these things instead of just doing it in one day and being like, Oh, well that's done. Never have to do that again. <laughs> Never have to be organized again. Yeah. So it just kind of forces people to, uh, continue to stay organized and yeah, go through the process with their kids. And, um, it just also shows you how in the, in the show, almost every time they're done, like they're so thankful to Marie yeah. and, um, so glad she came. And I also think that a lot of the people, that have, that ask her to come, um, they're like, the, the clutter in their house and is like manifesting itself, um, from their emotions or something because a lot of the families are going through something or they, like that one family that moved from, um, Atlanta or whatever and they, they moved into an apartment, no, they moved from LA to an apartment, um, and they, they had a hard time just moving all their stuff from a house to an apartment. Yep. And so I think there, that was also another struggle for them, um, was just having to downsize and having all this stuff. And it just makes you feel, I don't know, like bogged down kind of almost like, even though you're not actually possessing, holding all these things in your hands, it just makes you feel bogged down and like stressed or something. So it's just interesting to see like the people that actually did go through this process how much like lighter they felt and how much better they felt and even closer to their spouses they felt and their yep. children 
um, because it was like they were hoarding these emotions and like baggage in their head about things and yeah. actually manifesting it in their house and then, you know, cleansing it, I guess. <laughs> well, and I think it's interesting too. Um, so that kind of brings like the whole sparking joy and like the sentimental attachment to things because I think it's funny. A lot of people in the show struggled with that part too. And I was like, I don't think that I could like thank my shirt. Like, I, <laughs> but I, I also don't find that I'm attached to that, but there are some things that you're like, man, I can't get rid of this. But that family that moved and downsized, I related to them because we did that. Like we moved from Arizona and I literally got rid of like two thirds of my house in the beginning, it was really hard because I was like, well, I bought all this stuff at some point. Like, these are my things. And I feel it. It's not that you put your identity in that, but it's almost like that in our culture, especially, that's your value. Like, you feel like the more stuff you have, the bigger the house you have, the bigger these things, that means that you're like higher up on some totem pole. And so getting rid of it, you're like, well, how am I going to like have enough clothes to wear? Or how am I going to survive if I don't have this stuff? And so mm -hmm. I think part of this process for me too, especially that family I resonated with because they learned like, oh, I don't need 400 jackets, like, <laughs> or like 12 jackets. I can survive on two, mm -hmm. like, and be totally fine and probably happier at the end of the day. But I think even more than emotions, like sometimes I think that's, that's your worth. And you're like, I feel poor if I don't do that. And I, I think from a cultural perspective, that's, to me, why so many people are talking about this show, too, is because that's not what your worth is in. And, I mean, the whole minimalism movement and a lot of that stuff in general, I think, is trying to do that anti-consumerism thing. But I, I definitely think that that's part of this show, too. But the sparking joy part, especially, was so hard for me because I read a blog recently that the guy was like, well, if I got rid of all my clothes that don't spark joy, I'd be naked. Like, <laughs> I kind of feel like that sometimes, too, because there's very few things that I would say in my closet that I love. But then I also thought about it, and I was like, well, is that bad? Like, now I'm just buying stuff because I feel like I need stuff, but I don't love it. So should yeah. is that the problem more than, like, me going through that? And so I've decided instead of throwing all my clothes out and starting over I'm gonna probably do it like piece by piece like okay I bought this shirt I really love it now but I'm gonna get rid of something that mm. eh, I'm kind of iffy about so I don't have to be naked but I don't have to like <laughs> start over and spend a bunch of money that I don't need to spend either <laughs> but yeah so what do you do you think personally that you have like this reaction to things did you when you went through your closet did you thank all your stuff you can be honest <laughs> so that's the only part like I get it I get the thanking your clothes things um I did not do that because I just I I guess I could and I'm not saying I should or shouldn't but uh I do get it and I think that it's it's good that she shows people that because we a lot of times we don't have gratitude for things that we have we just or we totally take for granted that we have them so I get, I do get it. And I don't necessarily maybe think it's even thinking the actual item. It's just us showing appreciation for the things that we have. Sure. Because obviously a shirt's not going to know if you're thankful for it. But um, in <laughs> our heads, maybe <laughs> in our, in, in your own mind, maybe it's like saying it out loud. It's like you're actually feeling the gratitude for it or something. I don't know. I did not do that. Um, but I also agree. I don't really feel like the... <laughs> I mean, there are sh certain shirts and shoes and whatever that I love and I wear way more than other things, um, you know, that I would have a hard time parting with because I just like it so much. But then there there were other pieces in my closet that I felt that way at one point, and now I'm in a different stage in my life. So I just feel like it's also an ever-changing thing. 
because in five more years or probably even less, if I go through my closet again, there's probably going to be things that I thought I love now that sure. I never wore, haven't yeah. worn in years. So, but, um, I will say, cause I also have cleaned out my parents' house before, especially they just built a house and moved. So building a house, like they had to, you know, we went through tons of stuff because it's, it's not like they just moved to a house that was ready. Like they right. had to wait and then, um, basically had to get all the stuff out of the house they sold. So it was like this huge process of going through their stuff and they are terrible about going <laughs> through their belongings, especially in like the utility room, like the storage room. Um, so I took the liberty of going through their storage room, uh, multiple times and literally giving away so much free stuff or throwing away stuff that didn't need to be given away, just thrown away, which is terrible to say, <laughs> but, um, like I would just go through stuff and I wouldn't even ask them if they want it because, and that's probably terrible too, but there were some things I know they didn't even know that they had anymore or just like stacks and stacks of old like picture frames that they're never going to use, don't even know that they had, or just old, um, what else, what else, like, random old pillows or pillowcases or things like that, that, that I haven't even seen in years <laughs> or ever, and, I mean, there were certain boxes that I knew were, like, their sure. parents' thing, belonging, their deceased parents' belongings and stuff that I didn't mess with, but other things, like, random pots and pans that have been in the storage room, like, why Someone do you have might that? need that someday. Like you have plenty, <laughs> like overflowing in your yeah. in your kitchen. You don't need the ones that are down here being stored down here for years. So, um, I just thought that's think that that's another interesting part is that people half the time don't even know what they have, and it's just yeah, it's like why. And Marie even says, um, <clears throat> why pay rent to store things in your house that you you don't need? It's just taking up space. So you're basically paying rent for these things you don't even need or want. And that's, that's really, I think that's kind of eye-opening too, because everyone's so money-driven in this, in this society. Sure. So it's like you're just giving square footage to things that you don't need in your house. One of the things, and I didn't read her book, but one of the things that I'd be really interested in and that she talks a lot about in the show is like either giving it away or throwing it away. But I know that there's also a big movement right now for like consignment and you can sell things on apps like OfferUp or Craigslist or whatever. And I was always curious why she didn't also encourage people to do that because I feel like if, if the whole point's about finding joy and things like uh, the mom or the woman that had her husband die, especially like she wanted to travel more and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was like, man, if she would have sold some of that stuff, not that she would have made a lot, but like... I feel like that would have moved her towards her goal. Right. So I thought it, I just thought it was interesting that that wasn't a bigger part of the show. Um, and if she had thoughts on like if reselling was not as thankful or like why that wasn't part of it and it could have just been part of the Netflix making a show, but who knows? <laughs> but that was one thing that I thought was interesting um, was that she just gave things away all the time, which, hey, give things away. I think it's amazing. I also thought it was really cool that, most of the people, when they gave stuff away, she encouraged them to give to a place that was important to them. It wasn't just a standard thrift store in their area. It usually was some sort of charitable thrift store that was close to a cause that they liked and appreciated. And I think that that did help you get rid of the ties to those things because you're like, I'm giving this away to something that's important to me. Um, and I think especially for like the one husband that was super sentimental about everything mm -hmm. that he had, I feel like stuff like that's important because you feel like it's going somewhere. And I think a lot of parents get stuck in this trap of 
well, like, what if my kids need this someday when they move out? Like, then I have all these pots and pans that I could give them. That's amazing. And not that that's bad, but there's also other people in the world that mm -hmm. totally, in this country, your neighbors, that totally need stuff too. So that's a good, a good point. I've found a lot of parents that I think struggle with that letting go of stuff because mm -hmm. they want to provide for their kids. Yeah. Even as adults. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think I've seen a lot of, like I said, a lot of buzz around the show and stuff, but one of the things that I think is really interesting is trying to understand what Marie is. Is she an organizer? Do you think she's a proponent of minimalism? Where in the world of this is she? Does she need a label? I don't know. Um, but I just think it's interesting because I belong to a group on minimalism that's very... Uh, on all different sides of the spectrum and a lot of people argue about the fact that she's not a minimalist and I don't think she claims to be but I do think that she encourages less so what are your thoughts about what do you where do you think she lies in this spectrum if there is one yeah I definitely don't think that she identifies as a minimalist because she encourages to, if if you can keep as many things as you want as long as they spark joy but I also think at the same time it is partially minimalism because she is essentially most likely asking you to get rid of things because mm -hmm. pretty much, I mean, almost anyone is not going to have everything in their house um, as, something, as something is sparking joy. Um, so she is, a, she is going to be asking you to get rid of things, essentially. Um, but... I think it's interesting that she said, uh, I don't know if it was in an interview or if it was in her book, I just read it on someone's analysis, but um, she said that she she doesn't want you to ask yourself what things you can depart with or you want to discard. She asks, she wants you to ask what sparks joy. So she wants it to be a positive experience. Um, and by, by having people want to keep things that only that spark joy, um, yeah, obviously they're going to be getting rid of a bunch of things. So uh, I do think that she is partially minimalist because she it helps a lot of people like on the show. I mean, everyone is getting rid of mounds and mounds of clothing and just items, throwing out hundreds of trash bags usually. So, I mean, no, she's not a, an a t entire minimalist, but I think she's on some spectrum of minimalism. Um but I don't know what you would call her. I guess she's tidying up expert. I guess that is what she is. But, uh, I mean, she's definitely very good at it. And her folding methods, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can be as precise as that either. Oh but my gosh, I try. Mine look nothing like that. Don't no. look in my drawers. Mine either. <laughs> Mine either. I don't know if I can. I tried. I mean, if she came into my house, maybe I could, like, force myself to do it. Because I would want to, like, I wouldn't want to put let her down or, like, her idea of what it should look like. I don't want her to like look at mine and be like, oh no, that's not what I wanted you to do at all. But um, but for now, yeah, I think mine are fine. By the way, someone shared a YouTube video um, and they had made like a template for their kids. And the, the template had um, like the fold lines, but it was also like perforated. So literally you just put a shirt on it and like folded the pieces of cardboard in and it was like oh, wow. perfectly folded. Like so a template? Look up that video because oh. I was like, I mean, they made that for their 12 year old, but I might make that for myself. <laughs> I would probably need it too. But anyway, I think, yeah, I think it's interesting. I definitely think, um, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but now when I'm buying clothes, for example, I don't think I'm just going to buy something because... 
So you guys know, like I moved from Arizona to Kansas City and my first year, all of my stuff was still in storage. So I went out and bought a ton of long sleeves t-shirts because it was winter coming and I was terrified of <laughs> winter and I felt like I needed all these winter things that I didn't need. But I also, they're just plain t-shirts that I could care less about. So now I feel like I'm in a place where I don't just want to buy things like, I want to buy things that I like and I do enjoy and that do, like, make me feel good about myself and all those things. Like, I just, I think that she inspires you to look at things differently, like we had talked about a little bit. Like, you don't just want to buy stuff to buy stuff and you don't want to be wasteful. You want to think about why you're buying it and why you have it in your house. Like, not just to fill space. Right. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would classify her as anything like that either because I don't think that I think that at least in my perspective a true minimalist is like I can use these things to survive but that's it like I don't Mm. have excess and I don't think that she minds excess but she wants it to be smart for you and and I think also though there is a definition that minimalism just lets you be free to do the things that you really love and care about and you know part of me like I might not care about my clothes, but I love home decor. Mm-hmm. So I would have a hard time, like, going and getting rid of half my home decor. Oh, because, like, that's what brings me joy. Like, that's what makes this feel like a home to me. So I think that she's very balanced. But, yeah, I don't think that I could put her in a certain box besides... Um, but I don't think that she's just an organizer either. Because she does mm-hmm. deal a lot with, like, psychology yeah. and, like, how you think about things. And I think sometimes organizers have a label of, like, they just come in and, like, put colors in order in your closet Mm -hmm. not that they do more than that yeah an organizer (laughs) yeah I've worked with them and organizers are amazing because that is not my skill set but I think that she's more than that Mm -hmm. but not in a certain box yeah I agree because she's definitely not Dr. Phil I mean she doesn't sit there in the episodes (laughs) and like like go through each family member and figure out why they're doing the things that they're doing and stuff she doesn't really even say that much to them about any of the psychological or mental emotional issues that are going on but it somehow it always comes out of them sure by like like cleansing their house it Mm -hmm. kind of like comes out of themselves too so that's what I found in almost every episode is that is yeah like she doesn't really say much and she doesn't go you know to the she didn't go up to the mom that was struggling and say like Oh, like, I, I see, I mean, she, she, she did mention, I think one time, like something to the effect of you shouldn't be, ha- your kids shouldn't be putting this much weight on you, but sure. she didn't go up to the mom and, you know, go up to her and say, you know, why is, why do you feel the need to do this? Like, why are you doing this? And get this whole thing out of her. She just goes through and does her method. And I feel like that's, that's enough for people to realize that they don't need as much stuff as they have, the things that they have don't bring them joy they bring them down probably in their house the whole just feeling of the house down and I mean I don't really know what else but I th- I feel like it uh something about her method just helps people to come to a realization that something has to change and you like you mentioned earlier the people that are on her show are somehow wanting a change so they are yeah. being proactive about it and I think they're already open and ready to, to change or have a change happen in their lives. And I think that just um, naturally happens once they uh, go through the process. And that goes back to habits because I was, <laughs> excuse me, uh, since I've been reading all these books and um, listening to podcasts about habits, uh, it was interesting because it was talking about, any all of them were talking about um, how basically 
even if you make a, ha a habit change to the smallest, tiniest habit that you have that you think is minuscule or doesn't matter, um, it can snowball. Like, like if you have started a habit, like for me, I just wanted to start waking up in the morning earlier and have like more purpose to my morning and more be more mindful and conscious of what I do in the morning because I'm really bad about like getting up in the morning, getting Jaden out the door to school, and then I just like, especially since it's cold, I just want to sit on the couch and under <laughs> my covers and wait till I have to <laughs> start working because I work at home. And then that's just like, it's for me, that's a terrible habit because I'm not like stimulating my mind at all. I'm not, because I know it's like really good for you to either stretch or get some sort of exercise in the morning, get your heart pumping, get sure. your heart rate up a little bit, and um, or even just show gratitude in the morning and like all of that kind of stuff. So... Um, and then, you know, that I'm not, I haven't been that deep into it yet, but I feel like those kinds of things will snowball. Like once I get to a good point where there, where that's a habit to wake up in the morning early and, you know, uh, exercise, maybe stretch. And then maybe I'm like super pumped and like focused through the, throughout the day. And then I, um, you know, go through my evening and I'm still energized and ready to work out or whatever. I just feel like it'll have an overall uh, better effect on my every day. Yeah. And so I feel like that's why people, uh, often have like a massive change after the show, because I was also reading in the analysis that she says in her book that, um, a lot of the people that she goes through the show with, um, they either end up getting a divorce after the show or some major life change, or they've lost weight even. Wow. Um, and it's, be I think it's because their habits change. Like after the show, they realize, so that after they've tidied up their lives, they're, they have habits and then they, um, maybe the show ends, but they want to create even better habits for themselves. Sure. So once they feel clean and cleansed and, uh, like this weight is lifted off their shoulders, they're like, well, what else can I do that can better my life and better my, myself? And they just want to better themselves in every way. Yeah. And so they don't want to stop at just cleansing their house. So... Um, I think that's also another interesting thing. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, I want to read about all the afters now. I'm super obsessed with that anyway on TV shows, so now that it's out there, <laughs> I'm going to look it up after we stop talking. <laughs> um, and I guess when we have talked about this a little bit, but like I said, I feel like other shows that have come out that have been similar to this, no one, t I mean, people might talk about them. And I feel like I watched Hoarders the couple times that I did because I'm kind of a naturally cluttery person <laughs> and I felt really good about myself after that show, which is terrible. <laughs> Don't watch the show for that. But, um, I've grown since then, guys. <laughs> um, but, but why do you think she has inspired so many people? I know we talked a little bit about how she's relatable and things like that, but I think, I feel like it goes deeper than that, but I would be curious on your thoughts of why do you think so many people are doing this and inspired to do it? Um, yeah, I, like, like we said earlier, definitely that it's, she's relatable and the process that she does is, is somewhat easy to grasp and is, is relatable. But, um, I also feel like it's, like I said, I went on Instagram one day and there was like 10 people just do, t going through, going through their houses. And I think that the reason that it's so popular, especially in social media, um, and just... Everywhere, everywhere you go, there's something about her show or book or whatever. But um, I think it's also because it is very like eye-opening almost because everyone that like I saw on Instagram or even on the show or whatever, like I said, people just it's people wanting to like better their lives. And I think at some point, um, it's it is hard to like realize maybe that you how you can change your life or what you can do to change your life. 
but I think that she shows you an easy way to start. Yeah. So it's like an easy way to start making better habits, little better habits for yourself and your family that is easy and attainable. And then once you do that and you um, realize that you can do it, and like there was that one couple, the older couple, um, like even after the show, they were like, I think we realized we could do this and now we feel like we can do anything together. And they were not young. So, you know, <laughs> it's like even old, older people, when they watch the show, they, they feel motivated and, um, feel like they can conquer anything that they put their minds to. And I feel like that's a lot of the reason why it's taking hold so much is that, yeah, it's just something that everyone can do and everyone probably needs to do. Um, you know, mo 99% of the people that I know could go through their houses and get, get rid of stuff. So. And, I th and I mean, I, I even think too, like just the visual aspect, being a visual person, like I know for me, my sock drawer frustrated the crap out of me. Like <laughs> I would be like, I have no idea. I mean, I don't also care what color socks they wear mm -hmm. all the time, but, uh, cause you can't see them. But anyway, but like, I just knew that that was frustrating and my linen closet, especially there was just stuff thrown in there and cause I didn't know how to do something else with it. So I think from a very tangible perspective, you could literally see in the show, like, whoa, I can see all my shirts in my drawer. Like I never <laughs> knew that that was possible. Like that's stupid. But I was like that too. I'm like, I don't know what shirts are in here. There's a bunch of shirts thrown in a drawer. So I think that that's definitely one part of it. If from a visual perspective, you're like, wow, this is going to be so much prettier. But I also think too, um, because they chose 10 or nine or however many episodes there were different types of families mm -hmm. and different things. I feel like you related to multiple pieces of oh, them, yeah. but I also think that there's usually like one person in there that you're like, that's me. Like, <laughs> I feel like that. Or like, I appreciated a lot of the couples on that show because to your point, like I, I feel like there was a lot of disconnection mm -hmm. on, and now they've just even learned how to talk better to each yeah, other. Yeah, for so, sure. So I think that there is very tangible stuff that just from a show and tell perspective that looked really easy and pretty to people. And I think that's why I saw 12,000 pictures of people's sock drawers. Mm -hmm. But I do think that you saw the difference. And I think that that was a big deal. And mm -hmm. it wasn't, they were everyday people too. Yeah. They weren't like extreme on one end or the other. And so I think that it was very smart, the types of dynamics, because I think that it pulled people in. And like I said, it was four principles, like, like your clothes, your sentimental stuff. And then I don't remember what she called the other ones right now, but they miscellaneous. Yeah. Like or, miscellaneous, yeah. which was literally everything. So, <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I, I think that that's why, like it wasn't a hard to grasp principle and it didn't seem complicated, but it was also just so personal. Mm -hmm. And like I said, even the things that they gave to were personal, like the whole thing was just very personal journeys and. Yeah. Do yeah, you think I, they'll make a season two? Um, I honestly, <laughs> I think that they will because it's got, it's taken such hold from first season. I don't know that it'll continue the same traction for the second I season agree. because it's, I mean, you can't really get much different than it has, than it mm -hmm. is, but I mean, you never know. They probably will. But I was going to say one more thing about the last comment or question. And it was, um, it's just that the, it's kind of similar to what we were saying, but like, I just remember like in the first episode, um, there was a couple and they had kids, small children and yeah, that one was another one that was very emotional. And I feel like the couple was really like at a hard point in their marriage or yeah. something like they, you know, made comments and just seemed really to be struggling at that point. 
And I think that's another reason why it's so relatable to like Americans especially is because it's that showed like a typical, you know, semi-young, maybe millennial um, aged <laughs> couple with young kids and they were, the mom was, you know, working. I think she was working. I think she was at home, but was I she, she might well, have been working for Yeah. Home. But anyways, like, it's kind of like they were both, dad was working all the time and she was kind of smothered with the children and yep. cleaning duties and all of these things that she had to deal with as a modern day parent and mother. So, um, and yeah, she was really emotional and like cried, I think multiple times. And, um, and I definitely think at the end of it, they seemed much closer together and happier. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's another reason why I think people like it so much is because there's so many people that are in those, in that position where they're young, maybe not young, but millennial age parents with young children and it's a new thing to them and they it's it is harder i think it's harder to deal with when you're like a work both parents are working having to come home and take care of kids and clean and do the dishes and fold and organize yeah, and for sure. all of those things that people didn't used to have to do especially women but um so i think that's another reason why people can relate to it and like back to the habit thing um is that it people don't like to change sometimes because sure. habits are hard to take had to start and sometimes we don't even know how to start changing and changing our habits so i think that that's another reason is because it, people like the show so much is because it, it like we've said it literally shows you how to change this habit and like how to do it yep. every step of the yep. way so i think it's yeah people it's so easy for people to get off go get off netflix and get up and go do exactly <laughs> what they just saw on TV. So it, yeah. it's like a it's like a show, but it's also like a how to guide on how to For like sure. do this. And and then yeah, like I said earlier, I think it just is a snowball effect of wanting to continue to better your life. So well, and I think for me, like after I don't know what episode it was, but whatever, I think I binged it in two days. So after the first day, I like went and did my linen closet, and then I went and did my sock drawer because I wasn't necessarily going through and getting rid of a bunch of stuff. To mm -hmm. be honest, there's probably like seven things in my linen closet, <laughs> so it wasn't a lot. Um, but I, I do think that like I think all in all, it maybe took me an hour. So I I think that the first part of like going through all the stuff and folding it all and like setting it up <laughs> that that's the most time consuming thing. But then since then I've done like four loads of laundry and all my stuff's still done. And it takes the same amount of time as folding my normal right. clothes. Like it, it's not like it was like more time consuming and made my life hard. And I had to like do all these magical things. Like it was just like, Oh, all right. I can keep this up. That's easy. <laughs> so I think that that definitely helped too. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think this has been awesome. And I, uh, would you recommend people go watch tidying up? Cause I think I, overall I say yes. Yeah, overall I say yes too. I mean, you can't really, it, you can't really get, go wrong sure. watching it. I mean, I think if anything, you'll gain something. Even if you don't get up and go tidy up your house exactly. immediately, uh, you still might attain just knowledge for the future of how you could clean up your house or just, uh, I don't know, even emotionally, like if you're going through a problem with your spouse or whatever, I mean, maybe you could just try tidying up your house together and coming up with this organized system and maybe that will help or I will know. say because nobody prepared me in the beginning um <laughs> you can't just like watch a show and like do something else though because sometimes there are subtitles because she oh yeah she mm -hmm. speaks a different language for half the show and sometimes there's a translator sometimes it's subtitles 
And I think that that's really cool that she's from like a different culture and she also is in America now like doing this for people. But anyway, that's a totally different <laughs> podcast for a different day. But yes, not really a warning, but just be prepared because nobody prepared me and that kind of threw me off in the beginning. Like I was trying to work on stuff and I'm like, wait, what? Did she just do something? Like I didn't hear anything. So, so I think that was the one part of the show that initially I was like, oh, that's interesting. So anyway. So yeah, I think all in all, I would totally recommend it. You guys should watch Tidying Up. There's a reason that people are talking about it. Oh, yes. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.